Oh my god, we were so, so, so close. It wasn't meant to be, but I'm still so very proud of every single one of those players. You wanted an Arsenal Women podcast and a hug? Well, you got an Arsenal Women podcast, my friends. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today was an incredibly emotional day, and I need you, my friends. <laughs> I need you to let me express my thoughts and my feelings. And of course, I cannot start this uh, without thanking you for all your support, with all your clicks and all your energy. It's just such an amazing thing to do. And I got uh, an email today. You know, every Monday I get an update as far as like some stats and stuff like that. So without naming numbers, because numbers don't mean a thing, I had my best week ever as an Arsenal Women podcaster. So I'm very stoked for that. And I thank you for letting me into your ears. And also, my blog has gotten a bunch of uh, hits lately, and I'm very appreciative of that. And if this is your first time, welcome. And let me preface this by saying that this is very much a subjective look into all things Arsenal women. This is very much a feelings-based thing, a biased thing. And I don't really offer match analysis or in-depth, you know, stat conversations. That is not what I do because I, I, I do not have the football IQ to go over that. But what I will go over are things that awaken certain feelings inside me from a perspective that you might associate yourself with, some things that might resonate with you, and some things that you might completely disagree with. But I am here for that, and I would love to hear your thoughts as well. So I went into this match knowing that regardless of the result, this was a seismic moment for Arsenal, for women's football in general. We saw last year how the El Clasico at Camp Nou was a basically a sellout. And we, or I saw that with a little bit of, you know, jealousy. And I was just like, well, wow, I wish that could be like that in England. You know, who would do it? Would it be Chelsea? Would it be Man United? Would it be us? And the answer was yes, it was us by a resounding manifestation of love and support by fans. There were over 60,000 people there to watch the girls play. And I couldn't have been more proud of that alone. So you, the fans, whoever went there, whoever's listening that made it to the stadium, you should give yourself a round of applause because you made history as well. And I had mentioned on my podcast that I felt that this could could potentially be a, a historic night for the result itself. But I thought that it was way more than that and more than the players that were on the pitch. I thought this was a, a new page that is turned in that this is going to be way more common. And I am not the only person saying this, by the way. Many people are saying that. I wrote about this a few weeks ago or, or maybe three, two weeks ago that Viviana Midema has said herself that, you know, the the that the, the stadium, the Emirates Stadium, is the club's stadium. It's not the men's stadium. It, I had never, ever thought about it that way. I wrote that on my blog, and I was just, like, blown away by that way of thinking. It's so present and so forward-thinking, but also, like, it's not that forward-thinking in, in, in the figurative sense. Like, it's present. It can be done now, and everybody proved it. So they sold out 
the Emirates without Viviana Miedema, without Beth Mead, without Leah Williamson, without Kim Little, without Caitlin Ford. It's ridiculous. And I'm just so very proud of them. So much so that it's very hard for me to pick one outstanding player or somebody that I think would get the, the player of the match. But I'll mention a few things. On one hand, I already messed up because I'm going to use more than one hand. So on one hand, you have Jen Beattie, who I've been a champion of hers on and off the pitch for a very, very long time. And I have always thought that she should be playing ahead of Wuben Moy. I understand that she's not the fastest player anymore, but I think she's she's a stellar player. And I think that she enhances any squad that she is a part of and any team sheet would be lucky to have her. So for me or for her to get that goal in front of 60,000 people where we didn't expect it came out of nowhere, an outstanding goal. I was just so very proud of her and so moved by it that it's very hard for me to not think of her as sort of the player of the tournament, excuse me, the player of the match. And I went to the Highbury Squad podcast, shout out to Sophie Nicolau, and she asked me, you know, sort of who I thought were, were was the player of the match or somebody that stood out. And I had to say Jen because of this. It's like football augmented what she brings or she brought to the table. So, and that is a, a phrase or expression that, that this is what I feel overall about what today was. This was football augmented. There was something much more deep than just a normal match. And... I am in no position to defend or, you know, give Chelsea their flowers because I can't stand them. But their contribution to the landscape is lovely and they are great competitors. But obviously I'm being biased, but nothing that they have done comes close, in my opinion, to what we have done as far as the atmosphere, the amount of people. And it's just absolutely unbelievable. Like... I can't imagine, and I don't want to fixate on Chelsea because it's neither here nor there, but I can't imagine, uh, you know, other players without five of their starters or four of their starters and make the Champions League final. That is just ridiculous. But a couple other players that I, I would mention, and I'm mentioning, I mentioned them because in the past, I don't really speak too highly of them. It's not like I put them down, but they're just not my favorite players, Pelova and Wuben Moy. I would never, ever fault Wuben Moy for, for her mistake. I thought she had the best match she's ever played for Arsenal. Her tenacity was outstanding. Her positioning, her poise, her control, it was incredible. She was just the unlucky person that made a mistake at the worst time possible. But it's not because it was her. It just happened. And Pelova played really, really well. Probably also the best... Uh, game she's she's had for Arsenal and I was really pleased for them and at the same time that's the least that we deserve and that's the least kind of performance that anybody that plays for Arsenal should be given day in and day out so it, it's almost like a backhand compliment I don't mean it that way I don't I don't mean to sound I don't it's not my intent to sound mean or anything like that all the opposite I thought they played magnificently well and I think this squad and this starting lineup will go down in like folklore and will be just respected as like these titans and these giants that almost 
pulled off the impossible. Uh, and, and I don't think we had to make the Champions League final and potentially lose to feel anything uh, special about it, you know? And I understand how how other people can see it from, from, from outside and how they can criticize X, Y, or Z, but it doesn't matter. Their opinions don't matter. Chelsea fans' opinions don't matter. Barcelona fans' opinions don't matter. Nobody Nobody's opinion matters. What matters is what the players feel, what the club feels, and I feel very, very happy uh, uh, about the, the the match and just the future. It's it's unbelievable. I do have to say that. By the way, I don't have to say absolutely anything uh, of of this. And I forgot that I mentioned the any of the of the other hand. I, so the idea was on one hand, Jen Biddy, on another hand, Victoria Pelova, on the other hand, the third hand would be Wubin Boy. But I do have to say, and this might get me a little backlash is that as you might know, if you don't know, now you know, I'm a massive Dutch women's football fan. And two of my favorite players of all time are Dominic Janssen and Jill Roord. I love them. They're unbelievable. They're players who I respect, who I adore, who I watch as often as I can on Ata Football or other resources. I try to watch them all the time when ever they play nowhere near as much as I do Arsenal or Leon for DVD, but I definitely watch them twice a month, if not three times a month. I constantly keep an eye on them, especially on, on, on Dom Johnson, who I think is one of the best defenders on the planet. And I would love her to rejoin Arsenal because that might mean eventually that Leo Williamson plays a little bit up the pitch. And that is something that, that I really like. But how, however, this is me being, uh, Oranje Lewina fan and to a degree saying that I'm glad that it was Wolfsburg that beat us and not a Chelsea or not another team that I don't like as much, a PSG or a Man City, because I'm happy for Jill and I'm happy for Dom. And I cannot and won't stand for any criticism that people or hate that I've read about Jill because I think it's unwarranted and it doesn't matter. I'm biased. I like her a lot as a player. So it was good to see at least that two, three duchies are going to make it into the final and hopefully uh, beat Barcelona because it would be great. In that other way, it's going to be a phenomenal match. The sort of tactics, the one thing that I'll say is that I would have rather have Stina stay for a little bit longer. And this was prior to knowing that she had mentioned or she she was asked about it and she mentioned that she had uh, she had felt something in her quad. And that's just interesting how we sit back and we're like, well, he should have done this. They could have done that or blah, blah, blah. And then we never really know what's happening. So it was good to see Lena up there playing. I thought she was she did OK when she came in. And, you know, this this summer is going to be really, really interesting because it's not like Jonas can plan the normal way you know, with a, the, the full squad, not at all. There's no Leah, there's no Viv, there's no Beth. Laura is potentially out with, you know, another ACL injury. So that is a lot to think about. And as much as I thought that, yeah, next season is going to be our season because of, you know, the Jonas's vision and the players and so on and so forth, it's really hard to, to see this project, um, you know, come good 
sooner than later, but I am very optimistic. And I do have to say that the grit shown in all that stuff is something so massive to build upon that I'm just really excited about the future, to be completely honest with you. And speaking of the future, and I'll leave you guys with this. Of course, there is the, think about it like long-term future as far as next season and the seasons beyond that. However, I'm thinking about the next few matches, right? What is next? What can, or how are they going to cope? What is in the horizon as far as matches, the impending World Cup, the fact that this was the biggest match of the year and maybe some players might feel an, a want to get rested for so they don't injure themselves, like a Katie McCabe, like a Steph Catley, like a Caitlin Ford that are going to the World Cup, Leah Valti, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm curious to see sort of how woman management and minute management is going to be, but also because of the squad being so depleted, you know, it's very hard to to figure out who's going to play. And also, we need to strive to be in the Champions League next season. And we have some tough matches coming. Thankfully, the next game against Leicester is really not that uh, difficult. You know, they are bottom of the table or close to bottom of the table. There's also Brighton, the following match, that they're bottom or close to the bottom as well. I haven't checked recently as far as what where Everton are, but I think there might be seventh or sixth, maybe fifth, maybe even maybe Villa's fifth. I don't remember. I looked at the table earlier today, but I do know that those are the next three matches and then the toughies, which would be Chelsea and Aston Villa. But that's sort of where my head is at. Like, what are we going to do? First of all, they're probably absolutely gassed after today and it's an early turnaround in other words they play friday it's not like they play saturday or something they play this friday so it's tough it's really really tough but i don't think that this defeat is a tough defeat like other gut punches from like an fa cup final and other things i think this is a we got to pick ourselves back up we did the impossible. Look at where we got. Imagine what we can do with this spirit when we have this person and that person and this person and that person back. It's just truly unbelievable. And actually, I will say this lastly. I haven't really seen every single piece of footage, and it's it's hard to, to make a specific comment about it. But I was talking to this with uh, my dear friend Jamie, that she was at the stadium, and she saw uh, Viviana Miedema's involvement, how much she talk, talked with Jonas, with Laura when she was injured, with the other players, with Leah Valti, with all the uh, other players. It was just magnificent. So I love that, and I would love to see more of that. So if you have any footage of Viv giving directions and doing her best Cristiano Ronaldo at the Euro Cup final with Portugal impression, please send it my way because I want to see it, and I want to study it, and I want to see what it was all about. So... Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for all your time and your energy. I appreciate you supporting this girl or these girls, I should say. I appreciate everything that you do for the community. And just uh, uh, as a reminder, if you want to start a podcast, please start it. I'll help you. If you want to start a YouTube channel, please do it. I will help you as well. If you want to start a blog and you don't know where to go, 
please do it. The more, the merrier. We need to feature these women. We need to help them out. We need to talk about their ACL injuries. We need to raise funds for their for their foundations. Whatever it is that, that we can do to help, we can do it. And you did this. This 60,000 people at a, uh, an Arsenal match is something that you did, that every woman that ever kicked the ball did, that every pundit did. It's amazing, and it just feels so good to be a tiny, minuscule part of it in any capacity. I love that I get to do this, and it's so much fun, and I encourage you to do it because it's so flipping rewarding. Win or lose, we love these girls. We love the Arsenal. And again, I cannot wait to see what the future holds. It's so exciting. And if the present is amazing, I can't even imagine what the future is going to be like. So thank you so much. We'll speak again soon.